Online Podcast 422 Hello ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Welcome back to Online Podcast. I've got my ice water here with me and my t- little tumbler. Mm. Let me begin by saying thank you for coming back to Online Podcast. I know it's very rare that I actually get to do a show uh, very regularly, and I am just fortunate this week that I haven't been too busy. You know, this past summer has been. Kind of hectic in a good way. My parents came visit, and I was involved in the in the short film that I was shooting, and uh, and then uh, then my Bruce's dad and uh and his wife came to visit us, and so it was like week, you know, one thing after another, nonstop. And then of course went to Pride Forty Eight, and because it's been what how many. Weeks now since like we came back, almost a month now, since uh we went to Pride Forty Eight. I mean Vegas for Pride Forty Eight, and I've always wanted to have a personal reflection on the uh Pride Forty this past Pride Forty Eight, and I haven't had a chance to do that because last week I got an opportunity to chit chat with. Turnip Head. If you haven't listened to that episode last week, you should. It's going to open up a lot of experience for you, I'm sure. He shared a very intimate and um, very interesting. I sound like I'm clocked up because I am, which I will we'll go into that here in a bit. Um, stopped up. <laughs> I cannot breathe. <sighs> Anyway, uh, you know, he Turnip had shared his experience about his heart condition and his surgery, and um, also how he connected with Lord Byron, uh, who is a, a loyal listener to many many podcasters out there, and who was ill and passed away recently, and so we were. Remembering him, and it was very, um, uh, coincidental that the day we recorded was also uh, Lord Byron's birthday. So I thought it's very uh, apropos. So anyway, now I get to sit down and be one on one with you again. There are several things in my mind that I've wanted to share. Uh, one is to get out of this, you know. Whole idea that I sound kind of stopped up. It it depends. It depends on on the the day. I guess when it's my allergy is more when I'm affected more by my allergies, and it would really completely clog my nose. So like this is I'm covering one side. It's almost completely clogged. Like you know, I can breathe slightly on the on the left. But I've been breathing mostly with my mouth today. But I went to my doctor, 
and I still have to do a little bit more research. I, my doctor has, you know, I've been doing my immunotherapy. Is that what's called? Like the getting my allergy shots for over a year now, and he stopped me for. Oh, actually, he he's just now asking me to take my allergy shots every other week now instead of every week, and. The next step for me is well. By now, he said it would have been cleared if my perpetual clogging of my nose is entirely from my allergies, and obviously they're not, and they are something else. But allergies didn't help. So after having my allergy shots for a while, I did feel better. On most days, I don't. In fact, I haven't had to take any allergy pills at all. But you know, some days like this right now, I'm still completely blocked. My, you know, I just can't breathe. And being a singer, sometimes it's a problem because when I have to perform, I really need to be able to produce the the sound that is. You know, whatever people are paying me for, and not this sound like I have a cold. And um, so I went to that doctor, and and it's been over a year now. And so we, I went back to see the the doctor, and he was giving me some options. And one of the options is actually doing uh, a surgery, having a surgery done. And what it does is I forgot what those names are. I still have the pamphlets in my book. Um, the they there's some bones that are gonna get to be. Chipped off or whatever it sounds horrible, <laughs> or I don't know, broken. Not broken. I don't know if they actually break anything, but but he said that he's gonna have to, you know, get rid of the bone. I guess you gotta if you're gonna have to shave off some bones, and um and also the tissue up above in there, they're gonna have to cut it off too, and then they'll stuff stuff up into the. Into the the nasal canal, and and then uh, I would have to be uh, put to, not put to sleep. I have to be under general anesthesia, so I will be uh, completely knocked out, and it will be at a surgical room and all that. And it's not that uncommon apparently, but uh, just the the thought is a little. Hmm. Uh, you know, it could be unnerving. It's not like a big deal. It's just that, do I really want to be under? Um, do I really want to go uh through the surgery, or can I just be okay with what I have currently and and be happy with it, or kind of accept it? So that's the deal. So I don't know whether or not I'm gonna do it yet, but I I definitely am going to think about it and see if it's something that I would uh, I would want to do or um, just you know I don't just live with it. I don't know. <laughs> so we'll have to dis- we'll have to see because if you, if you have had the surgery and there's like ninety six percent chance of success, like you means you've done if you do the surgery and you will be. Mm, I'm breathing more now. You'll be perfectly fine. You'll be completely clear. That would be pretty awesome. But then I've also heard so many things from a lot of my 
friends uh, who mentioned that how painful it's it's going to be. Like, is it going to be very uncomfortable and painful? And you can't eat, which actually I don't mind. If I can lose a few pounds. <laughs> oh my gosh, if I can lose a few pounds, if I, you know, I need to go back to the gym. Um, I <laughs> okay, so I usually don't play a lot of sound effects on online, but you know, I saved that for the appropriate shows like Benang Hokkien or or Ding the Bell. But the funny thing that I'm doing is I well, not funny. I upgraded to, I use this software called Soundboard for sound effects on my Mac. And there is a, the new version of Soundboard on my Mac allows you to connect to an iPad software called Soundboard Remote, where you can link it to your computer. So my computer is actually playing the sound, but I'm using a remote on my iPad to play this. So I'm actually, you know, have this in my hands. Um, and I can just, you know, pick like, you know, it's raining and I can actually, you know, control the volume as well. So what you're hearing here is, is me controlling the volume. Uh, I'm going to have it go up louder again. Ah! And I can also duct, duct it so that I can talk to you and then have it go back up again. So there was my ghost. Uh, oh, thunderclap. So how about this? I'm going to do this. I'm going to lower this sound. The rain, rain sound. I can control individual sound also with my iPad and then do this. So there you go. It's kind of fun. I I really like it. They actually have a full-blown version of this software that will play off of your iPad as well. And I've been really been thinking about it. It's more expensive. It's twenty dollars, um, but uh, it's uh, uh, it's the, all the sound would then be playing from your iPad instead of your computer. And uh, I, I don't know if I really want to do that or need to do that. So, um, oh, <laughs> so I have lots of different sound effects uh, that I can play. Uh, how about this one? This is the all the sound effects that I would play for my Penang Hokkien ghost story moment when I when I do ghost stories. I would play these sound effects. Oh, oh, creepy! How about how about this? Oh, speaking of. Speaking of scary sound, I was sharing my experience with Turnip Head, <laughs> my ghost experience with Turnip Head, and so I may actually one of these days invite Turnip Head to come to the show and share his um, supernatural <laughs> But anyway, no, uh, it's going to be fun. I'm just, you know, having fun playing with my soundboard. Um, so what else do I want to tell you? This week at work has been amazing. It's, uh, you know, every now and then, I don't like to talk about work or I don't like to mix work with my podcast, but every now and then you have one of those great week at work uh, where everything goes smoothly um, and, um, you know, you're 
contribution is being recognized and all that. It's very good. So I just want to say that's all I need to say. It's been a great week at work. And uh, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, uh, today was awesome. In fact, this whole weekend was actually kind of fun. Saturday, my I was supposed to go to homecoming with with Michael, who is uh, AKA Dabel. We're gonna go to Warrensburg for our homecoming, our our call, you know, college, and uh, and it started to rain and there's gonna be bad weather, and so we decided to cancel the trip. But she's already made time and all that, so she came to my house instead, and I helped her with uh, putting in a new hard drive. For her laptop, she has a, a white MacBook, and I uh, months ago, oh, was it months ago, several months ago at least, um, I just muted the microphone because um, I farted. <laughs> well, at least I'm classy. I mean, I'm telling you, but at least I muted the mic. At least I, at least I hope. I muted the microphone. <laughs> I think I did. I hope I did. Um, otherwise, I at least know that I um, attempted to be classy and not let that go out. Um, so several months ago, I helped her order the an external hard drive, uh, not external, an internal hard drive for her laptop, and it came. I cloned her hard drive, put the new hard drive back in. Everything is hunky dory, happy, blah blah blah, and she's got a new time machine backup hard drive as well. So everything's good. So we did that, but during the cloning process, which took uh, probably three three more than three hours, and I so we sat down, recorded a bunch of ding the bell, and of course we also recorded a couple of episodes remotely with her over at her own house and I record it here in our studio. But I really like it when she's here because she sounded great uh, with with the microphone and the, all the setup in my studio. So if you do listen to Ding the Bell, uh, yeah, new episode is out. And if you also happen to listen to Ding, uh, Ding the Luching or Ding the Ling, we are back in production again. And so we're recording new shows. We're posting new shows again. I've been a very busy podcaster, and it's great because I have been kind of not burned out. I just have haven't had time, and uh, to to be as consistent as I would like to be in putting out shows. But after Pride Forty Eight, I really got another boost of energy, and um, and I'm putting out more shows at least for this next few weeks <laughs> yeah let me take a sip of water uh, you know who that I want to talk about um, the person I want to talk about is uh, no let's talk about the Pride 48 first Pride 48's been and yeah and I've said it multiple times um, but I want to go into a specific this week I get to meet um, some new people, which I thought was quite amazing. Last year, when I went, it felt a little bit, I shouldn't say uncomfortable, but I think everybody was a little bit reserved. And therefore, you it, it wasn't as as open as this year. Because a lot of people that we... A lot of people who went to Pride 48 this year at Vegas, in Vegas, are have already met once. 
And this time we get to visit more and be more, um, we you know, open up more and get to visit more. And, and um, it's nicer this way. And everybody's just so, so awesome. I, I want to share my experience from Vegas is that it, the Pride 48 experience, it's like a, and I know this because, you know, some of my friends, who shall remain nameless, who, and, and uh, believably so, and understandably so, feel sometimes a little bit uncomfortable going to events like this because podcasters can be very, you know, clicky. It, they tend to clump in a group, which I think it still happens, but it's a lot, a lot less for sure. And it's prone to happen because, let's say if you have a, a group of listeners who were there for this particular podcast, and this podcast also know several other podcasts. And of course, they're going to be closer, which I felt a little bit last year, more last year, and a lot, a lot, a lot less this year. And part of that is also myself, that I'm opening up more. And sometimes people feel like an outsider. And nobody wants to feel like an outsider. And when you are with a group of new people, it is difficult to break that that wall. And this year, I decided to just, I'm going to go and intentionally make an effort not to feel like an outsider. And, or, or yeah, I'm just, maybe I am an outsider for a while, but I'm going to knock on the door. I'm going to go right into it and say, hello, girl. <laughs> and, and just be everybody's friends. And it was so positive. It was so good. And frankly, I, you know, I do I need that that closeness? Not necessarily. And I'm pretty content and pretty happy with my life. But it is awesome to know people. And my biggest draw to podcasting has always been people. And not so much meeting the people, but the personal stories that people are sharing. So it's about the podcaster it's about the listener that i get to know and pride 48 is totally that it is getting to know your fellow podcaster your peers better and to meet new listeners or meet listeners who have been listening for a while and then you get to see them in person i think it's pretty awesome but you do have to though i mean i'm not saying that if you you must experience this. I'm just saying that if you have any reservation but would like to go to experience this, you probably should because it's pretty amazing. It feels like a, a you know, if it's very warm, it feels like a community coming together, gay podcasters and gay friendly podcasters coming together and uh, g- give each other a big hug. That's what it felt like. And of course, it's, that's not something that you're into and that um, obviously you don't have to do that. I'm just saying, if you feel like it, but you're a little bit afraid of it being a little bit too, you know, like, oh, me, our group over here and your group over there. You know, it it really not... It, to this year, it was so few of that. 
that everybody I felt like we just sort of blended and 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 uh, and became friends. There's so many people I you know I hate starting start naming names and I'll forget names, but uh, or I'll leave off somebody's names and they will, I'll feel bad about that. But there were so many people uh, that I I met there that I didn't think would that I would probably would have felt a little bit uncomfortable. But this year, I just say, you know, I am just going to go introduce myself and I'm going to get into your circle. And what I found out was that when you do that, that wall that you feel is real, but it's so easy to knock on the door and get into uh, that space and then suddenly everybody is so welcoming and accepting but if you you know feel uncomfortable and therefore you leave yourself out outside and then it's gonna feel that way more so that way you know that separation so I decided to just knock on doors and go into everybody's circle and and I felt like everyone was so um, accepting and embracing of uh, my budging in. So ultimately what I got from Pride 48 is that togetherness, the fellowship is what I said. And of course, the 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 one thing that that I didn't expect out of it was to to be re-energized about podcasting. That, that I expected, but re-energized about listening to other podcasts. Sometimes I get too busy and I don't have time for that. So I've been listening to using the, the podcast uh, app on my iPhone, uh, which Paul hates <laughs> because it doesn't sync, which I, I understand. It doesn't sync with uh, iTunes on the computer. But it does sync. I, I realized I thought he meant it doesn't sync at all, but it does sync um like where you left off on your iPad, it will then, it, it's aware when you play it back on your iPhone, so which is pretty awesome. Um, And then it will keep all the list of uh, subscribed uh, shows for, for you as well, which is very nice. But if you listen to that, I listen to, and I choose to keep the latest episode, but at least I get to sample some different shows. And and I've started listening to uh, Musing of a Tech Writer, uh, Mark, and I... Oh, Jesus, what was that? That was all my devices. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was my iPhone, my iPad, and my computer reminding me to do something. Um, so I started listening to Musing of, of a Tech Writer. I started listening to... And now those shows I've heard, and this is Mark in Canada, those shows I, I've, I'm aware of, I just that I don't I don't subscribe to. I don't uh, listen religiously. I then subscribe to Big Fatty. See, I listen to Big Fatty every now and then, but uh, I just have never subscribed to it because the not because I don't like Big Fatty, which I'll talk a little bit about Big Fatty. I enjoy Big Fatty. My problem is that the fact that it has a show every single day, it's going to clog up my iPad or my iPhone that I'm not going to do. So I'm I'm subscribed, but I'm keeping only the latest episode. So that's currently where it is. Um, so I listen to uh, Lotzel, Live on the Shit List, one of my favorite podcasts. And I think the story behind that was, and it's 
like Paul said, Paul introduced me to that, not personally, like directly, but through his Paul's uh, podcast, I learned about Lotzel. And through Lotzel, I then was reminded that there is a a, uh, a show called uh, Hello, It's Brenda Boo. Oh my gosh, I love that woman. I It's... It, you know, some people, I've met her. You know, I met her at... at um, Pride 48. And she's very shy. I'm not. <laughs> and the beauty about that woman is she's very smart. And she is such a character. Her voice, herself, and the the way she thinks and her thought process is very intriguing. So her Obviously, her her th- um, stream of consciousness podcast is amazing to listen to. You know, she just kind of start talking and talking and talking, kind of like what I'm doing right now. But I am very intrigued by that woman, and I get to meet her husband as well, who is a sweet, sweet guy. And I think the the part I don't know. And Brenda is Brenda's very. Um, humble and uh, very un very non-selfish like she doesn't think too much about herself and sometimes not too much of herself which is very intriguing I just love her personality and um, so I I reached out to her and I said, you know, I would like for you to <laughs> to uh, uh, ask me questions. Because her, the last show that I listened to of hers was her, her conversation with the Fade Driver, which I th- thought was fascinating. Both the, uh, the Fade Driver as well as Brenda Boo. And Brenda Boo specifically. But anyway, the most touching thing about Brenda Boo and Eric Boo <laughs> were... There and then there's stories that they shared. If you haven't listened, you should go listen to you know Hello Again. It's oh, is it called Hello Again? It's Brenda Boo, something like that. Um, the, uh, Eric is amazing. Uh, he's a he's a radio personality and uh, uh, but I but what's fascinating? Well, the story that I want to say that I haven't been able to get it out because I'm so full. Oh, that was more. Uh, my chicken pie that I made, uh, which I'll tell you in a bit. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, Eric and Brenda. The most touching part that really kind of stayed with me was when Eric stood up and said, Podca- how podcasting and how this group of the Pride 40 people has made Brenda Boo having a... I don't exactly what they said, but I think it's, it might be in the closing show. It's just that Eric shared that podcasting has made Brenda um, like a, a completely, complete different person because she now has this group of friends that she can go to, uh, go talk to and, and so forth. Uh, oh, shit. And also a platform to talk, to tell her stories. And so...
And he was very, and he was kind of emotional when he shared that, you know, saying that his wife, who is an introvert, suddenly now has a space. So this is the second thing, the secondary thing that I got from Pride Forty Eight, other than the fellowship thing, which is. You know, we never really thought about that. I never really thought about it because I'm not an introvert. I am an extrovert. But when you think about podcasting, a lot of now that I'm, you know, now that I'm uh, made aware of the fact that a lot of introverts actually get a platform, get a chance to speak out to the whole world through podcasting, I realize how many podcasts out there. Are actually from introverts, and how nice that is, that they actually get to speak to us without, you know, having the the fear of, you know, thousands of eyes staring back at you. So that's very interesting. But anyway, Brenda Boo, I am I'm gonna have her on my show. I want to ask her questions. As you guys know, I really like to. Ask questions and find out more about somebody for personal story purposes. I really like to dig dig deep and find out more about a person. And Brenda Boo is something that I I find very intriguing that I want to interview or I want to chat with. And she said the same thing because I really like her way of asking questions because she asks questions that's actually. Very not similar, but very intriguing. I find her way of asking things very good. Like it really kind of pull the 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 deepest questions out of you and make you think and all that. I really like that of her. So that's that. So you know, very soon you might actually be able to to hear.、Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I scared the fuck out of myself. <laughs> Can you stop that, please? That was my sound. Oh my God! I got goosebumps. Stop. Can I stop? Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh! I got goosebumps. I scared the shit out of myself. I was doing on my iPad. I was doing that little five finger pinch to get out, and apparently I hit all those scary sound. Oh my god! Because I was going to go to my notes and see what pie I made. Oh, I hope I didn't scare you as much as I scared myself. I pooped out a little bit. <laughs> no, I did not, but I could have. I made Moravian chicken pie. Um, which is. All meat pie,、um, with this kind of hearty crust.、Uh, it's like a pie crust, and it's delicious. I made this today with my husband, and it was like a project. It was kind of like a little project for us, which is really nice. But it's a cooking project, and I'm very bossy in the kitchen. You know, I tend to be very controlling, and、um, that drives Bruce nuts a bit sometimes. I tend to want to say, "Hey, this is not ready yet. Don't turn." You know, I do that all the time. But anyway, I try to not do that today. Um, but we made, you know, I made the crust, and he made the chicken, and we made the gravy, and uh, and then I put the whole thing together. I made the the glazed p- 
potato, uh, carrots and snap peas. And so it was a delicious dinner. And then we bought a coconut cream pie from the store. Which, I don't know if Brenda Boo listens to online podcasts. Or maybe he does. She does. I mean, the reason why I say he was because Eric, now that I'm thinking about me, I wonder if she does. Now I remember Eric mentioning, and he calls it Oncast, which is actually kind of nice. I actually like that name, Oncast. I actually look up and see if Oncast is, Oncast.com is available and actually is. I just don't want to spend more money to buy another, another whatchamacallit, uh, what's it called? Domain. But yeah, he calls it Oncast. Online podcast. Short Oncast. I like it. So, um, uh, yeah, but anyway, what was I going to say? Why did I say something about Brenda Booth if she listens? Um, I forgot. Oh, yes. The reason why I want to say that was because we went to Hy-Vee. And uh, Hy-Vee's, uh, um, I know Brenda Boo shops at Hy-Vee. And so today I went to Hy-Vee and I almost tweeted her, Brenda Boo, I'm going to Hy-Vee to shop. Because, you know, she's in Iowa. I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. And, and we have the same grocery chain. And I, I sometimes go to Trader Joe's, but, you know, Hy-Vee and Trader Joe's are the two, the two stores that I go to. F- Trader Joe's kind of, ooh, frou-frou, because we just now, oh my gosh, we just now got uh, Trader Joe's. But let me tell you something. I'm going to finish this with a really high note, because, ah, that high note like this. <laughs> ah, that high. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay, so, Kansas City. If you think Kansas City sucks, and if you think that Kansas City is just cows, you are stupid. Let me tell you what. Because Kansas City is so up-to-date these days, because I'm so excited, we just got Trader Joe's. But anyway, before Trader Joe's, like all the important stores that I want, oh my gosh, I'm so materialistic. Everything is about stores. But whatever, don't judge. Or do judge, whatever, just don't tell me. Um, So, uh, what am I saying? Yes. First of all, back in 2004, or 5, 2004, yeah, 4, yeah, we got our first Apple store, woohoo, um, and then, which I work there for many years, and then uh, we got our second Apple store, which got robbed this weekend, <laughs> or oh, this past Friday, somebody drove a car, a stolen Dodge, into one of the two Apple stores in town, and that Apple store is all glass front, you know, so you know, like regular Apple stores. The the glass door, somebody drove a car, like pulled down the two glass doors, and the doors were so strong that it didn't crash, but the side window crashed. And it even has the store even has that security gate, and they bang through the glass into the glass gate and make a big dent on the glass gate and actually manage to get in and steal some demo stuff. Seriously? All that damage? My goodness. So uh, I still know, you know many people who work there. So now I guess that the, store, the store is closed. It can't be open. But anyway, I digressed. Wrong show, but I needed to use this. Um, oh my gosh, almost 40 minutes, 35. So, uh, very, very quickly. Actually, I need to switch back to my soundboard. Um, so very quickly, 
Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we've got our Kansas City is very happening right now. <laughs> very happening. It's very up to date because after Apple stores, we've got uh, Crate and Barrel. We've got Dean and DeLuca. And we now have uh, recently this year in 2012, we got two, not one, but two uh, Trader Joe's. So that's pretty awesome. But uh, that next last couple of weeks, we heard, and it's been officially announced. Girl, calm myself down. We're getting. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, shit. We are getting an IKEA. We're getting an IKEA. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're getting an Ikea. Can you imagine St. Louis does not have an Ikea? Kansas City does. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. We're getting an Ikea, so I'm very excited. Of course, it's not going to be here until like whatever, 2014, I think. Two more years, fall of 2014. But whatever, it's coming here. But of course, before that, we also have... Uh, remember the announcement? And also this whole uh, Google Fiber thing that's coming to Kansas City? Nowhere else in this whole wide world but Kansas City. So we're getting that as well, and I'm getting it. Yes, sir, we're getting that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to end on that high note. And then uh, please contact me if you want to. You can follow me on Twitter, John Ong, very easy, at John Ong. You can email me online at gmail.com, O-N-G-L-I-N-E at gmail.com. Go to onlinepodcast.com and leave a comment there. Uh, or uh, call me. I have a number, 2920-iPhone1. Nobody's called me, but you might be with the, might be the first person. Anyway, don't forget this, my bitches. Bye! <laughs>